when I thought something might have happened to you. Nothing else mattered. Dean, the things I said... Now, Mom, you were... It's not your job to make my lunch and kiss me at night. It's... We're adults. You're going to make your own choices even if I don't like them. Even if I really, really don't like them. I'm JGG. I'm CWM. And this is MOTW, the C but N PC, where we talk about SBN. S Y D H T. I'm even confused now. <laughs> oh. Chris, there's a lot of lingo in this episode, my dude. A lot of, a lot of fat lingo in this one. A lot, of, a lot of lingo. B M O L with the, with, with the abbreviations baby. constantly. Yep. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing all right. How are you, Jeremy? I'm doing good. I have a uh, uh, hurricane bearing down on me. Yeah, that's can we get that clip scary. of of Bobby Singer saying, um, "You boys got a big storm coming." Is that appropriate? <laughs> if you could give me an episode name and t- or he episode says at number, the beginning of every uh, <laughs> every episode in season five. Okay, okay, cool. I will see what I can do about getting. I made a marker, so I will I will remove all of this. But uh, yeah. A little bit nervous about the hurricane, but I still had time to watch Supernatural and to talk about it. Uh, this episode isn't as bad as last week's. I actually kind of really enjoyed this episode. Uh, yeah, this was this was a pretty good one. I had some stuff I definitely didn't like about it, and I think you'll probably agree with me on that. But overall, I had a pretty good time. Yeah. Before we get to the main part of the episode, let's thank our patrons over patreon.com slash monster of the week. Had a, another bout of uh, just a, random people jumping on. And I think it's because, Chris, I've made this joke before, but I think it's because we kept talking about supernatural and our patreon but that's what the people want that's what we're giving them yeah. and, and guess Turns what out. people are coming coming to see us uh so yeah if you join up there's three episodes um of so. commentary up on um ye old patreon so you can start any one of the first three episodes of supernatural hit play on the podcast and me and chris will talk over it uh in your ears while you watch it on netflix or however you decide to do these things uh, it's a fun time. We appreciate the people that have done it already. Chris, what has been happening in season 12? Brother, it ain't pretty. I started this one off pretty negative. Because you know. 
Um, last time with Supernatural, Buck Lemming took things a step too far, showing an utter lack of respect for the show that they've spent so much time on. Meanwhile, Crowley is keeping the newly captured Lucifer held prisoner. A prince of hell named Dagon has taken Kelly Klein. I, did, I just didn't finish that sentence, but that's fine. Has, has taken <laughs> Kelly Klein. And Mary, Mary reveals that she's been working for the British men of letters and has just handed over the cult to them. Dope. I can never really just get, get through those smoothly. It doesn't matter what I write. It doesn't matter if it's werewolf fanfic or if it's dissing on, on some of the writers. I, sometimes, I just can't get through it. It's hey dude, it's it's hard. We used to have friends of the show write those. I don't know if you remember that. And back that's in the when day. it was better. That's when and they were way better when friends of the show and they and then yeah. we would sneak the word hunk into them as much as possible. Now, so now we was, don't have any friends. Yeah, now we don't have any friends and we're all out of hunks. <laughs> I'm already talked. We're we're covering season twelve, episode fourteen, The Raid. Written by Robert Barons, directed by John McCarthy. This aired on March 2nd, 2017. Sammy the Vampire Slayer. A chance to take out a nest of vampires. Backfires I forgot when, that's what this episode was called. <laughs> when that alpha vamp shows up and turns the tables on Mary and the British Men of Letters who are doing their best to recruit Sam and Dean. This was called The Raid, and I got really, really excited that it would be similar to the movie The Raid or The Raid 2. Have you seen yeah, either one of those the, Korean little, action movies? Of- martial arts i saw the second one in theaters what the raid two and there was these little kids that were brought in by their mother and about 10 minutes in they left because they thought that they were seeing rio 2 the animated film (laughs) johnny depp yeah i think so (laughs) i didn't know they made a rio 2 like i don't know i don't even remember what the premise of rio was does not matter because the raid rules and this episode is nothing like that um no the I like this overall. Uh, the real emotional stuff, the core of this, I'm I, I'm kind of a fan of. Like I like, I knew, and I think I called this. Like when I when they brought Mary in, I knew it was going to cause some strife, and I knew that it was mm-hmm. going to be drama between Sam and Dean and Mary in some form or the other. Uh, I am on record as not liking ketchup or uh, the British Men of Letters in general, but. This this thing with with Mary wanting to do this, I called it the last episode. I said, you know, this would make more sense to me if she was doing this to like get Sam and Dean out of the life. And she talks about that in this episode. I feel pr- I'm patting myself on the back for fucking calling that. <laughs> um, so like I I like most of this overall. Like all of the 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 other stuff in this is just kind of like campy and a little dumb. But I it's not it wasn't sexual assault as an aside dumb. So I was kind of here yeah. for it. <laughs> It's just a relief to know that somebody just like doesn't hate the show that they write for. Um, yeah, this episode, I, I can't say that I'm a huge fan of the direction that they're taking things, but this was a competent episode. So um, yeah, no complaint complaints on that level. No complaindo says C W M. That's what I said. Yeah, no complaindo. Um, we so we pick up right where we left off with. Uh, Mary and the boys in the bunker, and she wants to to keep talking about the fact that she's been working with the British Men of Letters. Um, Sam gets a little emotional first here. Um, Dean's usually the one kind of biting back at Mary for stuff like this, or has been a little bit more, uh, or had more friction with her. But Sam, he looks emotional right away and asks when she started working for them. Because this, I mean, I guess this is this is certainly personal to him because they they burnt his foot off. <laughs> they gave him the foot burger. Yeah, um, yeah. He's that. Sam. It's so very obvious that he is uh, just he, he's such a precious, precious dude about his mom. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. he's got a lot of emotional, like emotional. I don't want to say hangups. What's emotional baggage that it, it comes with his mother? Like, he he wasn't raised by her. 
some could argue that him being born killed her, but no, not me. I'm just saying that some people could say that. <laughs> um, I'm sure. I'm sure Sam has thought that. I'm sure Sam has blamed himself. If, if and John probably has verbally said that to him, like in his cups, right? Like John has it's definitely gotten definitely. drunk and been like, "It's your fault that the demon came, you little bastard." Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but th- that said, I it it translates in this episode with him just being very emotional and very tender throughout this episode in a way that I think uh, Jared Padalecki just completely fucking sells, man. Like I, yeah. I give a lot of credit to Jensen Ackles on the show for being like a super great actor. Uh, they don't often give Jared the same amount of like emotional work to do. It's a lot of times some subtle stuff and he really fucking brought it home with the subtlety on this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All throughout it, he just seems like, he he wants to cry <laughs> the whole time exactly but in a way yeah. that i in a way that i understand like and he's just it's like a stress cry or like you know and, and this this here it's a betrayal um and and to like further things along mary admits that she you know the the, the job a couple episodes back with ramiel that wasn't that wasn't wally the hunter's gig that was a british man of letters thing she dragged wally into it and they're like dean is quick to point out yo wally died and and Cass almost got killed um and and mary says i watch him die every night meaning wally like she's she's regrets obviously getting him involved and dean says good there are some some cold ass lines in this episode uh there's gonna be one towards the end that i i was astonished to hear and uh i like this is the first one and i'm i was like god damn dean like you know, you could be mad at, but she's still your mom. <laughs> like, yeah. be, you got to be yeah. polite. <laughs> be nice. Yeah. Um, we go to the main episode, which is three days later. Uh, a van pulls up to this secured fence. An armed guard waves the van in. He opens the gate with his uh, palm print. It's all very Mission Impossible-esque. Um, inside the van is Mary and Ketchup. And as they're unloading, Ketchup's like, hey, we did a good job, mostly because of this AVD, anti-vampire device. Yep. Uh, and this is basically a a giant pill-shaped object with runes that expels some sort of weird gas that is harmless to humans, uh, but will kill vampires pretty quickly. Uh, and and yeah, you, this will kind of be the, the first thing of like, yeah, this is all a little too easy. Like, this is, this is mm-hmm. all going a little too smoothly. Yeah, something. Something's up here. Something ain't right. And I don't like it. Um, so we go back in. I thought there was going to be a little bit more to the fact that they like, they walk inside this, which they're storage containers, high-tech storage containers. Um, they walk in there and catch, like, treats this woman with two PhDs named Serena like she's like a maid or something like that. I thought we were going to do some more character work with her, but guess what? Nope, she don't. did. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I was surprised on that one. So we, get I liked her the, a lot uh, too. I kind of, I kind of, I just yeah. liked the look of her. Like I liked, I thought she was an interesting looking actress, and I was like, I oh, actually well, kind of liked all these people. I did like too. Yeah, Saul, uh, or what's his name, uh, Severus Snape looking dude that they had here. I was the R and D guy with the deep yeah. fucking voice. I was like, dude, yeah. get this guy on a fucking podcast. I we love got him. a whole squad in here. What's up? Where, where y'all been hiding them? <laughs> Is this who Snape calls when he? calls home is this it uh so um yeah we we see mary um she's been texting dean uh and he didn't answer so we get a little bit of a um um we get a bit bit of a flashback here to finish up the conversation from the cold open yeah Um, and um she's dean is is super mad about all this he's you know mary says she's playing catch up for three decades and dean is like you know we're 
you, you you told us that you needed space and we gave you we gave you space but you didn't need space you needed space from us like how do you how do you think this makes us feel how about you just try for once to be a mom and of course mary throws this right back in her face and is like i'm not just a mom and you're not a child and then fucking dean steps it up and raises the stakes with i never was a child Dude, <laughs> and i was, I was like, watching this Whoa. like 7 45 this morning <laughs> i woke up and put supernatural on Sometimes, you know, I don't have time to watch it when I'm working from home. It doesn't work out. So I watched it right when I woke up. And I woke up when Dean said I never was. Dude. I was like, oh, my God. I got it's a fucking line read, my man. Dude. So good. Uh, I was like, oh, my God, Dean. <laughs> and Dean at this point pretty much says, you know, you made your choice to. to, to Dude, he calls her Mary. He calls her Mary at one point. Yeah. Uh, you made your choice. So you, you, you can leave. Here's the door. And, and Sam, who was very much caught in the middle with this, uh, kind of looks at her and he's still, you can tell he feels bad, but he's like, yeah, you, you probably, it'd be best if you just like go. Cause he could tell Dean needs some space to blow this off. Mm-hmm. Like Mary doesn't need to be around cause the argument's just going to continue to, to no, to no good. Uh, so yeah. Uh, we go back over to Mary in this, like, room this bunker i can't say bunker in this like jail cell of a room that she's in and the camera pulls out and i, I guess this is supposed to be like a super cool ultra base thing but it it's it looks like where you store your shit like, a, like a it, it looks like a life smart storage building exactly because yeah. like, they've popped up all over my city and like they're just i know guys now. that rent these out to, to do band practice in exactly like, yeah like they go not... open this up do some band practice and then you leave yeah absolutely yeah. uh it but yeah, she's in she's in this. This is the British Men of Letters HQ, then pretty much the the home of most of this episode. Yeah. Um which is fine. I mean, they're doing like an interesting looking set. I'm cool with that. It's just it doesn't look as fancy as they probably wanted to. Um so uh Ketchup goes in there. I kept calling this guy five o'clock shadow, but his name's Mick. Um I just couldn't remember it at the time. He's got quite the five o'clock shadow though. Since he's so often just on the other side of this from Ketchup, I've been calling him Mick Mayo. It's my Excellent. my internal Excellent. nickname for him. I so, hate I hate this dude's beard. Hate mm-hmm. this dude's manicured ass. Shave it. Do uh, and look, I've got like the weird kind of half beard thing, right? But it's not mm-hmm. the perfect line. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not. It's that, too perfect. It's, it's too, too fucking perfect. It's too manicured, man. You gotta you gotta do something. You gotta make this thing look natural. Like it looks yeah. like makeup is what it looks like. Yeah. And I it does. And yeah. I don't care. Like if you want to make up your with your face, I don't necessarily care. Just know that I'm gonna think that it looks stupid, McMayo. <laughs> like it just looks dumb. <laughs> I know it's fake. Yeah, uh, you can do whatever you want to, but I'm gonna call it stupid. <laughs> so uh long story short here is that top brass at the british men of letters still want sam and dean to join they think that if sam and dean joined that they could get all these other hunters to follow suit um it's pretty pretty suspicious if you ask me but we don't get into it so whatever they still want to recruit them uh and 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 also we should be we should note that ketchup is like we've already got the best winchester like i'm telling you that and they're like no no, no above our pay grade so uh, at the bunker, Dean thinks he found a case, and I was actually kind of bummed about this. I was like, "Oh, are we just gonna like? Is this literally gonna be like? Oh, we found a case, and now we have to go do stuff?" But uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't end up that way because Sam is like, "Yeah, this dude's throat was just cut, like, and he was a drug runner, and he was found yeah. running drugs. Like, I, I really don't think that this is ours." And Dean is like, "Look, <laughs> I just need to punch something, so I'm just gonna go drink." Um, yeah. And, and between that, we kind of have a conversation of. Sam. Also, he he says when he enters the scene, he's when he says he has a case. 
Sam says good, good morning, morning to you too. <laughs> yeah. so. Dean just decided at 9 a.m. he's gonna go drink. Yeah. If it's either problems with Castiel or problems with his parents, uh, you can always yeah. tell how bad they are because Dean drinks more. Uh, mm-hmm. Sam is trying to play the role of the kind of negotiator and all this and saying, you know, like she's we gotta kind of hear her side of this. Like, no matter what she's done, she had to have a reason for it. We should listen to that. It's you know, she's our mother. And and Dean just doesn't want to hear about any of this. You know, he's just like, I don't I don't can't even believe I'm dealing with this. He says he's gonna go get a drink, and then he chides Sam for being the peacemaker and tells him to, that he should pick a pick a side. And I feel like I I like this. I should just say it. Yeah. Uh, I just this is one of those situations where they write Dean so well that I get mad at him for making Dean decisions. <laughs> like yeah. this isn't Sam's fault. Like Sam's just trying to keep the fucking family together, dude. Like don't take it. Don't take your weird baggage with your parents out on Sam. Like yeah. he he's literally just saying I don't want to abandon my mother to the fucking world. Like that's all he's. That's his. That's his argument. And you're saying <laughs> I'm, I'm shut on, up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Sam's side with this, but I also like this. I think that's that's this is it's a well written moment for Dean. Mm-hmm. Um. For him to feel that way, to feel like I'm tired of you trying to, you know, peace talk everything. I want you to fucking be on my team for once. And you're like, damn it, Sammy. Yeah, exactly. I um, and, and again, I just appreciate it because I feel like this is something that Dean would do. I feel like this is yeah. something that Dean would feel. I don't necessarily agree with it, which is some of my favorite moments in Supernatural. So, mm-hmm. um, Sam checks his phone then because you know, let's just lead let's lead him astray. He's got these messages from Mary saying it's urgent. She wants to meet. So he's like, okay. Dean's mad at me, so I'll go meet up with Mary, and he goes to the to the storage facility to to meet her. Yes, um, she she shows up. Nothing really urgent. <laughs> Not really. She's happening. just like trying to talk him out of like being a hunter. Not like in in the the immediate, but just saying like, "Hey, look, come and join the British Men of Letters," or like, "I'm working with them. Things are going great. This isn't the life that I wanted for you." Blah blah blah. Like, wouldn't you like to just? You and Dean go have normal lives if we could just eradicate all the monsters. I'm sorry, you can't stop people from being ghosts. That's never going to happen. Never going to happen, Barry. still going to have ghosts. Did the British Medal Letters ever stop to consider the, the fact that I could die and become a ghost tomorrow? You can't Every, kill me now. There's always going to be ghosts. become a ghost quicker. There's always going to be a ghost. There's always going to be that thing in the lake that you never killed from season one. Yep. Yep. Every once in a while, a truck is going to get super racist, probably more yep. so in 2020. Like, that's probably happening right. all over. The- There's not probably bad. 17 racist trucks in the United States alone right now. And they're not this. even haunted. They're not even haunted. They're just super racist trucks. Just, they just suck. Um, I do like this, though, because, like, this is the thing that I mentioned a little bit earlier. I've heard, like, I want you guys to I want you guys to have normal lives. Um, so, like. You should, I, we can clear all the monsters and you guys, you could go back to college. And like, I, I really wanted Sam to look at her and be like, mom, I'm 40. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not, mom, I'm not going back not to, going to school with 19 year olds. It's not going to happen. Like, I know, I know 40 is the new 20 or whatever people say, but like, I don't want to take night classes. Right. Like I want to, yeah, this is what I do now. in the back of the, of the lecture hall because I'm too tall. If I don't hunt <laughs> I'd monsters. I'd like to sit up front. If I don't hunt monsters, I can't live in the bunker. And if I can't live in the bunker, I gotta pay rent. That shit I don't sucks. Pay rent? Yeah. Come on. I haven't had a job since 2005. <laughs> I haven't held down a real job, Mom. John didn't teach he me went, any skills. <laughs> he worked at a bar in season five it's true. It's where he true. was throwing darts and shit, but yeah. that didn't pan out. So yeah. you know that, that was that was his last real job. But anyway, he's like, Mom, I chose to be a hunter. Come on. Um, yeah. This is this is my life. I, I've chosen this now for myself. Um, she brings him inside to show him the, the British Men of Letters base. Um, 
He does not shake Mick's hand when we get in there. Um, and But Mick reveals, hey, we have a plan to wipe out every vampire in America, which I think is a shame because have you met the Collins? Dude. So they're good people, right? They're super good people. They're not creepy at all. They're not obsessed with they're high school creepy. girls, right? They'll watch you sleep, but like, that's it. But like, just chill though. Like, not in, not a weird way. Just like a chill. It's not like, like a weird way. It's like a very laid back, uh, cool way. And I'm making I'm making sure that you're okay, kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Making sure that yes. you're not like. What if you? What Thank if you like you. rolled over and like you had you had you had you were impeded your breath away some, in some way what if right? you have a nightmare what if you have a nightmare and need a hug what if you get cold there's no one to go to the cupboard and get a blanket for you what if you, what if you pull the covers over your precious precious human feet and and someone wasn't there to see that precious Can precious foot say, moment there is legit a a moment in this edward twilight book where where uh edward twilight sees bella sleeping and she gets cold, so he goes and gets her a blanket, and then he's like, I'll remove it before she wakes up in the morning. I'm like, bro, get out of there. Don't do that. Doing? What are you doing? Get out it's of not, there. It's not normal behavior. And that's Sam going in here explaining all this to, to Mick Mayo and Mary, and they're looking at him like, what the, what the fuck? fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, Farina dumped you. He's like, Farina didn't dump me. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we were, she was never, she never thought she had to dump me. Um... <laughs> Meanwhile, at the bunker, Dean gets back and is obviously feeling no pain until he finds that they are out of alcohol. Uh, and then there's a knock at the door. Um, but before we can uh, figure out who that is, we go back to the briefing at the British Men of Letters. And we have introductions kind of all around. Um, basically, there's this random Battlestar Galactica guy. That, like This makes for like three Cylons that have been on this show now, which I think is no. <laughs> No, four, five, five Cylons. I can same think. casting. I think there's agency. only eight Cylons, and I can think of at least five of them that have been on this show. I'd have to I'd have to go look at the other Cylons to figure. Anyway, it does not matter. Um, so we he's get, there. yeah. We get introduced to like this whole ass squad, and I didn't write down any of their, any of their names because I mm-hmm. figure, well, it'll it'll come up. I got what Serena from earlier. Serena um, uh, Pierce but, is know. the uh, <laughs> uh, hunter. The from one Baton regular Rouge. hunter. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and then um, Chris or Alton Moorhead, probably Alton Moorhead, right? Yeah, I don't know. Is this, are you, are you just saying, were you calling him Chris or you were addressing me? No, no, no. That's the name. It's K-R-I-S in the credits oh, is what I was looking at. One so. of those guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boring. Boring. Um, what are we talking about, Supernatural? So we go back. There, basically, uh, McMayo is like, hey, where's Ketchup? And we go over to the bunker where Ketchup has showed up at the door. He's like, yeah, this is a British Men of Letters like place. Like we knew exactly where this was. Um, everybody does, Dean. <laughs> like nobody, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. All everybody knows where the bunker is. Um, but I brought a bottle of scotch. Let's talk. Um, meanwhile, Mick is introducing Pierce, who is the hunter from Baton Rouge, as we mentioned. Uh, Sam decides to stand there in this briefing, and there's a couple of camera angles that just really. There's they're all over this episode, but there's a couple of shots that just really really show you how enormous this man is in every single <laughs> shot like there's one where mary is looking at him from his like fucking chest and like looking up at his face it is ridiculous yeah. he's a tall boy everyone keeps looking over at his jeans like damn i didn't know they made him with that, that how did you get him? they keep looking for the stitch like he had put them two of them together yeah. but no man he gets some net he gets some custom made and he's uh, just like he's just looking around and he's like yep that's right 47s <laughs> So uh, Serena goes through the briefing. Uh, Project mm-hmm. V is in phase one and it's going well. They've killed uh, all but 11 vampires in the NWR, um, which is pretty good. They've, they've clicked. Cl- <laughs> Mary leans over and is like, 
Northwest region. And Sam's yeah. like, shut up, mom. I'm cool. I'm, a, I'm old enough. I know about this stuff. Stop. I know about regions, mom. Stop embarrassing me in front of Serena. Um, so... Uh yeah, so they're they're planning to literally wipe out all the vampires. I wish they could have chosen a less cool monster to wipe out. Um, but they've been studying nests, they've been studying the connections between them, and everybody kind of seems to revolve around like this similar circuit, I guess. Instead of just being, you know, roaming monsters in in the hillsides and, and underbelly of dark cities. Um, they have a, a deep web of connections between the vampires. Um and once the, the they have gathered enough information, that's when they go in and they start wiping them out. And tomorrow they're planning to wipe out this last hive. Yeah, they, there's a lot of subtle digs um, towards the way that the American hunters do things. Like there's, we don't just go when their guns blazing when we find a nest and those kind of things. Like really hamming it up about how the British Men of Letters is so much better. And I'm like, homie, if you were trying to get this dude on your team, like insulting the way that they do business is probably not the best way to do it. Yeah. Uh, but they can't help themselves because they're British. And as we know, all British people are sanctimonious. <laughs> so I'm sorry, everybody. It's, it's true. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't care what patrons leave the Patreon because I said that. I don't care. <laughs> um, um, I'm just kidding. Please come back. They, uh, <laughs> um, Mick kind of pulls Sam to the side. Um, or no, 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 I'm sorry. Pierce comes up to Sam and is like, hey, you know, I, I worked with Rufus down in Baton Rouge. And he's like, yeah, I know, bro. Like, move the fuck along. I don't, I don't give a shit yeah. about you or your weirdly curly <laughs> hair. And when Mick comes over, uh, Sam is like, you know, my buddy worked with that guy just one time. And he called himself the Hunter King of Baton Rouge. And <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris, I have to, I don't normally do this on the podcast, but uh, I'm the Hunter King of Baton Rouge. That's what I, that's what I thought. <laughs> That's I was under the impression that that was you. circa 2000 to 2004 before autumn finally, you know, no, I'm kidding. That's not how I wasn't that kind of dude. Um, uh, very fucking dumb name. The HKBR. So, yeah, I don't get it. I don't. What are, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? folks? Oh, this guy's kind of a joke the whole time. So it's fine. I'm fine with it. Um, like everybody's rolling their eyes when this guy calls himself that. <laughs> They're like, I know. Listen, OK, we can't get good hunters. So we got this guy. <laughs> um. Dean and Ketchup have been having this conversation during all of this where Ketchup is like, hey, you should come over. And he's like, nah, not gonna. And he's like, look, I'm sorry about Tony. I knew she was crazy because I used to date her. And I'm like, I like scrolled up in my notes to see if Buckley Main wrote this episode. But nope, just yeah. another casual misogyny. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Ketch makes the kind of connection or makes this, this pitch to Dean of like, hey, we're the same person. Like we both like to kill. We both need to, we have this desire to kill stuff. We're, we're killers. We want to hurt things. And the British men of letters keeps me busy. In fact, that's all I have to do. And in fact, I have to leave because I got to go kill a bunch of vampires. And that's what finally gets Dean's attention. And he's like, Oh, we killing vampires tonight. All right, I want to, cool. I want to do that. <laughs> we just drank a half a bottle of scotch and I am ready to kill a vampire. Yeah. I've been thinking about killing vampires since I woke up this morning. Mm-hmm. They drive over to the nest and arm up and uh, Ketchup is like, hey, you know what? I don't really need this gun. Give me one of those machetes and let's roll in that way. Uh, and Dean, <laughs> there's this moment where Dean is like, are you ready? And Ketchup says, always. And then walks yeah. off and Dean literally just rolls his eyes at nobody. Yeah. <laughs> same, Dean. Same. I don't same like this Dean. dude either. Same. This guy needs to fucking relax with that shit enough. I like how uh, this is one of my favorite aspects of Dean's personality where he 
he's willing to forgive about anything just to go on one hunt with somebody new. Like he usually mm-hmm. is down to hunt with a new person just to kind of see what they do and to prove him that he's one of the best hunters around. Like yeah. no matter who the person is, like whether it's Garth or the ghost hunters or weirdos that he meets at a bar, like no matter who it is, he's like, yeah, we'll go on at least one hunt together. Like we're going to see yeah. what's, what's up. We'll do one. We'll do, we'll do one. Um, so they do their little hunt. Something's a little off here, but whatever. It's cool. Um, we go back to <laughs> the, the uh, British Men of Letters facility and we see the security guard outside gets attacked by something, but we don't know what it is. Uh-oh. It's a vampire. It's a vampire. Yeah, it's definitely a vampire. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, so, uh, back inside. So, Dean and Ketch had gone to the facility. I, th- I don't even know if we skipped the scene or not, where vampires were talking about how they were going to get their revenge or whatever. Oh, we they're did. At we this, definitely did. They're at yeah. this place now, and they find this this young vampire who was clearly like fleeing from hunters. Um, they meet up with her. Catch starts being like pretty brutal with her, and Dean stops him. He's like, "All right, in ex- I'm not going to save your life, but in exchange, I'll give you a quick death." Um, what is going on? And this vampire reveals that all the others have gone out to hunt the hunters. Yeah, I am. Um... Yeah, sure enough, the vampires are raiding the facility. Again, doing doing really good Dean work here where, you know, with the exception of Dean being possessed or having the mark of Cain or whatever, like he is a cold blooded killer and he has that kind of aspect to his entire personality where he, I think he enjoys it to some degree, but mm-hmm. he doesn't like take a lot of pleasure in the torturing side. So when he sees, when he sees ketchup, like literally beating this woman to death and with his bare hands, having put a machete beside him, like he could tell, he just he's like, "Come on, dude! Like we're not gonna do, we're not those guys. Like he's, we're yeah, murder a monster, yeah. but we're not gonna fucking torture it first. Like this is ridiculous. No. Even though Dean Winchester is not above some torture, like if Sam, if Sammy was hurt, you know, we'll, we'll be torturing yeah. vampires, but no sweat, no sweat. But yeah, at the moment, like it's just information. So like, why are we gonna go with this hard on it? Yeah. Um. So yeah, they get what they need to know, but like, oh, y'all are a little late because the the raid has begun. Yep. Uh, the our crew starts uh, ordering people to fall back. So we get these like kind of series of scenes of outside guards trying to get back inside the building and secure them as vampires attack them. Uh, of course, the vampires at least get one of their hands and can open a door. Another time, they actually just push the door open. Uh, they. Mary and Sam run out, confront two of the vampires. Uh, I thought this was really weird that Barry, like, they specifically showed Mary slicing the head of the vampire off, but you don't see Sam do the same thing. And sure enough, this because they bring him back and mm-hmm. get him to talk. And he tells them that the alpha vamp showed up. Also, the alpha vamp showed up. That was the big scene that we forgot to mention, Chris. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, we we kind of went through this in a weird <laughs> That's era. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Rick fucking Worthy showed back up um, yeah. earlier. So the alpha vamp is in play. I repeat, AV is IP. I don't even remember when the last time we saw him was. I thought I kind of thought that he was dead, but obviously that it was inaccurate. Um, so he's back. Yes. For now. I assumed that he was dead as well. I thought all of the alphas were dead, except for yeah. well, no, the shifter alpha like took his shifter baby and and left town. So maybe maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess they, they didn't really clean up those loose ends, but that's okay. You know, there was a yeah. lot going on in season six. Sam didn't have a soul. We we try to forget about it. Real busy thing um, process that we had going. So okay. Um, it turns out that, um, well, all right. So they capture this vampire who says, yeah, the, the alpha's on the way, their father, everyone's like, well, he's supposed to be in Morocco. 
Um, and Sam is like, uh, no, I met him five years ago. He's in America. Uh, I didn't have a soul then, by the way, just in case anybody was curious. Yeah, in case anybody, um, I, uh, I fucked and murdered a whole town. I, don't, I know that's not like germane to this conversation, but Serena, yeah. like, are you, are you, are you into that? Serena, like, <laughs> he just keeps saying Serena. And she's like, Serena? Why, why you? Mary's looking at Sam like, what the fuck? Is, is this how you pick up people? What are you doing? I'm a whole new level of freak, mom. <laughs> I um, thought Dean was bad, but this is this is just ridiculous. <laughs> she's just like just just confused, looking at Serena. Um, <laughs> so they they we we find out here that like they don't have a backup plan whatsoever, and like none of these people fight. Like even even McMayo here, he's not a hunter of any sort. He he's like a you know he's a pencil pusher. He's not he, he's not ready to fight some vampires so and also nobody has any weapons on them nobody has um, any weapons which i think is the funniest thing um yeah. they talk about like getting the avd and like putting the gas in the vents uh but you know sam's like i don't think that'll kill uh the the av and, and alpha vampire for those that aren't really hip to my thank lingo you. um thank you so you know you're gonna have to go get the c <laughs> and so mary and mcmayo go get the cult and man I don't know what direction they gave Padalecki when he sees the cult and when he picks it up and like, you know, holds it the way that he does. But it's, and I don't know why, like I have this reaction, but I was like, Oh fuck, here we go. I am ready. Like I am excited. (laughs) It it, gets weirdly emotional in there for a second. Right. And I was like, (laughs) but you think about it and this, this gun was so important to them. Like it was their lifeline. It was their one weapon against all of these things, um, and it was what they used to kill Yellow Eyes. Like it's the gun that like avenged their mother's death, essentially. Even though that's far and gone now, but it was something that was important to them, and it's been lost for so long. So for me, watching Sam pick it up, it was like me looking into the past. So for the character, you got to imagine the weight behind this. Not only is this gun like a savior to you now, but there's so much history with it and it's just like holy shit how what, what are we even doing here how did it, how did we get this but also let's kick some fucking ass chris it's been a couple of years since we watched the end of season four uh the yellow eyed demon was possessing john and was it sam or dean that had to pick up the gun i want to say it was dean that picked up the gun and had to shoot i think that's in season one is that season one yeah because season four that's when john comes back as the ghost Yes. Okay. So yeah, they have a lot of history Maybe. with this yeah. gun. <laughs> there's, there's a lot going on. Yeah, there's they, a, they there's, that, there's like a couple thousand gun. people listening to this podcast that are like, are you fucking serious right now, yeah. Jeremy and what Chris? What are you talking about? <laughs> so it first shows up in Dead Man's Blood in, in season one um, when John rolls into town and they fight their first vampire nest. And that's when Sam and Dean are like, I thought the vampires were extinct. Like, I didn't know those were a thing anymore. And we, and you know, spoilers for what's going to happen in a few minutes. But we get this really dramatic scene where John fires uh, a bullet at the like head of this uh, vampire crew, and it like the camera like revolves around the bullet and they does the fancy magic shit as it as it kills this vampire. And um, we've seen that a couple times, but when we get it again here, that's what I thought of was that first vampire nest, the very first time that we saw the cult. Yeah. Um. So it's I guess all of that to say it's super exciting to see this cult back in sam's hand like i was super excited about it uh he immediately asked where they got this mary fesses up uh mayo says this won't work without bullets and sam's like grab a piece of paper homie i got this i know how to do this and starts listing out materials man i love warlock sam 
I didn't talk about this in the last episode because the last episode made me so angry, but just seeing Sam casually do magic and, and like do all of this crazy shit that he is just like, like he's like, again, it just goes back to that conversation he had with Mary of like, this is what I chose to do. Like, I can't, I can't do weird bullet magic. If I had work at fucking target mom, <laughs> like, yeah, I just, it ain't, like, ain't going to happen. I can't, I can't go to LSU and do weird bullet magic at the same time. Like, I'm just not that guy. Um, yeah. so it just, I thought this was extremely cool to see. Yeah, it's it's I'm super into it. Um, thankfully, they just got all that stuff. Yeah, all the weird Ooh. things that he says. Uh, that was the only t- part of this that I was like, eh. <laughs> but OK, I'll take it. Um, there's some there's a mention of Bobby here, too, about how Bobby taught him. And Mary's like, you know, Bobby Singer. I'm like, did you know Bobby Singer? <laughs> did you did you know Bobby Singer? Whoa, um, whoa there. Sam, Mary and Pierce decided to make a run for the armory which I helpfully spelled out Amory in my, in my notes. Hey, so shout, shout out, out shout outs. Um, <laughs> as soon as the doors open, they are attacked. Sam says, I got this. You guys go the other way. And I'm like, why didn't you go the non vampire way to begin with the, you know, yeah. the NVW there was another always way. go the NVW. <laughs> there was a um, different direction. Y'all going to go. There's a different direction without vampires. They run off. Sam, um, we go back over to, yeah, Mary and Pierce get the AVD. Mick and his team are putting the spell together. Uh, Dean and Ketchup are speeding towards the HQ. Uh, Mick is like finishing the spell when Pierce runs in and is like, hey, there's some bad shit out there. And he moves to the side and the alpha vampire shows up and kills Serena and our, our, our podcast boy immediately, which is very, yeah. depra- very sad. Um, and then focuses on Mick. Um, just, you know, rest in peace to um, Gomba not forgotten. You still got Sam there going, Serena. Huh? Hmm? <laughs> I'm gonna go get a blood oh. goblet and see, make sure you're not in hell. Like, that's the kind of dude yeah. that Sam is. I know you're yeah. dead, but can I get them digits? Are you gonna be in hey, hell? Um, are you can I get them still, blood goblet digits? Uh, are you still available? Or I just I'm just curious what's going on. Do you have a Discord um, or do you have a Discord? Or do, you, do you have like a anything? Facebook? WhatsApp? Or? Are you uh you know? Just saying. So, I thought we had a connection. Yeah, I just thought, you know, whatever. Okay, so uh, the alpha comes inside, kills everybody. Um, Sam's still out there fighting. And Mick is, uh, you know, Mick Mayo can't believe that Pierce was working for the alpha. Uh, Sam finds that Mary has been knocked out. And um, uh, Pierce did it. He, you know, hit her in the head and then he crushed the anti-vampire weapon. Um, Hold on. Because we, we got it. We got it. I, I, I hate to do this because I know we're trying to get to the end of the episode. But we have to camp out oh. on this when this flashback when he wakes Mary up. And Mary remembers Pierce hitting her in the back of the head. And she goes down and he picks up the phone and he says, all clear, big daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like whatever arrangement they have, which is like the alpha vampires, like I pay that dude to keep, you know, keep trouble away from me so I can just go live my quiet vampire life. Like whatever arrangement that they have involves a Cylon calling the alpha vampire, big daddy. I just, yeah, just yeah. want to make sure everybody knows that it's- we just got to, we make it clear. We need to understand where we're at and good. I'm, I'm glad that we came back to talk about it. Uh, Cause it's, it was, it stuck out. I'll, I'll, it did stick out. Um, so, okay. So finds, you know, big daddy's walking around talking to, um, uh, what's his name? McMayo. McMayo uh, saying that the British men of letters need to cancel their incursion into America. He does Hell this yeah. whole get off my lawn bit mm-hmm. about how like this is America is my home. Y'all need to 
to get out of here. <laughs> I didn't um, I didn't fuck with y'all in England because <laughs> it's England and you are all yes. sanctimonious pricks. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's essentially his whole attitude. Uh and then Sam gets in there, he's got the Colt and now he's having a standoff. He's pointing the Colt at Big Daddy. Um and in a in a, you know, out of character turn for Sam here, he says, "Hey, um just just let me and my mom leave. Let us get out of here. We'll go back to the way things were before of us, you know, hunting vampires little by little like doing things that the way we've always done them um and you can you can have the british men of letters and um that's you know that's that's none of our our business i was pretty surprised to see him saying this and i i wasn't in on it yet um so and i wasn't in on it here either when when mick takes a run at sam and then like being like hey fuck you dude and sam just knocks his ass out i was like very confused you know i didn't know what the hell was going on even mary uh, she then like runs at the alpha vamp at Big Daddy, and she gets tossed back too. Yeah. Um, Big Daddy don't play that. And it, and so he's like, "Yo, Sam, I know that shit ain't loaded. I know you don't got any bullets in that Colt. It doesn't matter." Um, but we get a little flashback, like a slow mo flashback thing, where <sighs> we find that when Mick charged Sam, he handed him a bullet, and then when Mary charged uh, Big Daddy, she distracted him long enough for Sam to reload the Colt and put that one bullet in there. And I was like, holy shit, that's actually kind of cool it's, that everybody just like coordinated really quick. <laughs> I think this is an extremely cool thing, and I wish they would have just shown it to us instead of uh, like trying to fool us and then showing us the slow-mo fl- like flashback yeah. four seconds later, right? Like, right, right. Or, or like have this be the thing at the end of the episode where Dean's like, how do you pull this off? And they're like, well, you're never going to believe this, but, and then like then yeah. show, show the thing, but. I, I, the immediate flashback stuff just irritates. I don't know if this is a personal thing or if everybody feel, feels this way, but it just gets under my skin. So it just doesn't um, seem like it was necessary. Yeah, because to do like I don't know it. It didn't really distract me, but I don't. It didn't. It didn't really do anything. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like in the Garrett's game, I think it does not matter. So, um, but then this is where they set up the shot that reminded me of the time that we first saw the cult used on that vampire, and uh, when Dean used it on Yellow Eyes. We get the whole dramatic pull of the trigger, following the bullet as it flies and hits um, Big Daddy square in the head. Perfect. I love this. This is great. Yeah, I'm, Sam, I'm glad that Sam we're still. I'm, we're still making this like a really big deal because um, yeah. we didn't really talk about it specifically, but there was some like back and forth about that that thing it can only that that thing can kill everything but you know five beings in existence and i'm one of them at the alpha vampire claims the big daddy claims and of course sam's like nah that's not true um and so i just i like the fact that he pulled the trigger directly between the eyes lots of weird special effects the slow-mo bullet thing all of this is really fucking great like love the cult super into it um so yeah that's the alpha drops on the floor um a little while later, we see like Mick is kind of like shaken up by this whole experience. Everybody's dead. Serena, he's dead. Um, and outside, were uh, you, well, not to interrupt, were you surprised at how like shook Mick seemed in this? Because this, yeah, this was the most endearing his character had ever been. Was to realize that he isn't just like a different version of ketchup. That he, it's essentially he's not a hunter in any way, shape, or form. Um, and that's why I guess everyone makes a big deal out of ketchup because none of them can kill anything. So to see him like shaken up by this whole scenario, I was like, huh, that's interesting and unexpected. I I thought it was 
I, I thought it was interesting as well. I'm. It just makes me curious. Like, what the fuck have you been doing in this organization yeah. up till now? He's been, dude, like, he just hangs out with like a magic typewriter. That's his whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> like that just seems seems really basic. Uh, yeah. So they meet up with everybody. Um, McMayo confronts Ketchup and like, where were you? And he was like, I was out following orders. I had the opportunity to bring in Dean, so that's what I was doing. Like, it's not my fault that your little thing got all fucked up. Like, when you're out in the field, like I am, you know, sometimes people die. Like, you got to get used to it. Um, Dean and Sam catch up with like a, you know, hey, I thought you were just going out for drinks. Oh, I thought you would just be back. Um, and Dean's like, yeah, I made a beeline over here as soon as Ketch told me that they were targeting the headquarters. And Sam's like, but why? Like, you didn't even know I was here. And of course it was for Mary and Dean gives us a very impassioned speech saying, you know, when I thought something had happened to you, nothing else matters. And that I, I would had to come and, and you're absolutely right. Like I, you know, it's not your job to make my lunch. I'm, I'm going to, I'm a grown man. Like, but I, I had to come save you. And I like, I like, I like this. This is good. Like this is Dean yeah, realizing is like, stuff. Hey, I was probably too rough on the old moms. Mm-hmm. He's like most, you don't need to make my lunch. Most days I skip lunch. You know, I, I had beer for breakfast. I had beer for I, breakfast. I had yeah. whiskey for lunch. <laughs> so, you know, you don't need to make me anything. Also, I was wrong for being so harsh on you. But um, so, you know, Dean's surprisingly not super pissed at Sam either for coming and doing this because clearly he was off doing his own thing. And, um, you know, this this part here where I, I was happy that they reconciled, but then we see um, Catch taking away Pierce in chains and he's like, oh, we're going to like deal with him the british men of letters way like meaning they're gonna torture him and sam is like okay good I'm like ah, is that just sam really is that the kind of character sam is now that he wants to see a dude get tortured i don't know that just seems that seems unlike him it seems but also unlike, it seems unlike mary too because like they're both at the yeah. same time like good yeah it's like supposed to be like played for laughs because everybody died because of this guy but like i don't know it just it was a little bit much but um I was also surprised at the end of this to then see Sam go over and, and talk to Mick and say, I'm in. I'm going to work with you guys. Um, he thinks that they can change the world. He's seen some of what they can do, I guess. So um, I'm not, you know, I'm not 100% surprised to see Sam do this. I think that the point of this episode was to show what they're capable of and how he could potentially help them. And Sam obviously wants to, you know, help fight the good fight. Um, but you know, and then he says, I gotta, I'll try to work on convincing Dean, but all I can think about is the fact that your brother just had all this strife with your mom over this. And now you just went and like kind of behind his back joined up with them. Unless he literally goes right over there and says to Dean, I just agreed to work with him. I think this is, I've seen some shit now and I think I'm, I'm ready to do it. I don't know how the next episode is going to be, but I do not want the drama over the shit. I don't want the brother drama. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't want this thing either. Um, but I like, I, f- I think it's within Sam's personality to see this and be like, yeah, this is working smarter, not harder. Like, they're obviously making some pretty green fucking mistakes. The the question, when he questions Mick, is like, did you have any contingencies for this? Like, Sam's that kind of dude to have contingencies layered in his plans. Normally, his plans aren't this complicated. Like, normally, he doesn't have this stuff to worry about. So, like, if he had this, like, this is stuff that he would be thinking about. And Mick, I think, being a guy that has never been in the field like is just woefully inept at, at pulling off mm-hmm. some of these missions, even though he has all of the resources available. So to Sam, it has to be like, 
if you put me in that role, like if I could get in there, coach, like I could really fucking take this team to champ. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could, I could, I could brick Holmes this motherfucker to a ring, I'll brick baby. Brick Holmes this, this shit all day, baby. And like, Ooh, what? What are you doing? Ring after ring after ring. Let's do this, baby. And Mick is like, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> Sam, are you, Sam? are you still talking to Serena. me? What do you mean? Hey, Serena. <laughs> Serena? Dude, Serena? Dude, what are you doing? Uh, so yeah, I, I could definitely see Sam jumping on this thing, but I agree with you. I I don't uh, necessarily want there to be a bunch of back and forth between Sam and Dean with all of this. Like uh, at a certain point, like if Dean doesn't like it, he can you know like they can both still live at the bunker, right? And yeah. do different shit yeah. together. But right, uh, I, the, my, my feeling is Sam's going to do this against Dean or without Dean's blessing, and it's something's going to go very very wrong, and Dean's going to have to go in there and save him. So yeah um either that or or i guess dean will get dragged into it and keep saying this is a bad idea and then something will go wrong and he'll say i told you so um either way i know that they're not gonna just both agree to do it exactly yeah uh good episode overall though like i uh yeah, yeah. you know the this is the most that i've liked the british men of letters so far um mm-hmm. Having, having, I wish they had it just killed took half everybody. of them dying for us. Yeah, I wish they, I actually like these two smaller side characters more than I've liked anybody in the British Men of Letters, uh-huh. and they both had four lines. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, R.I.P. You know, Alan Moorhead, Alton Moorhead. So I just yeah. please Long listen to the Alton Moorhead podcast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like this episode a lot. Yeah, this is this is pretty good. I'm into it. You want some trivia? Let's hit me with that trivia, bro. Uh, Pierce was wearing a shirt from Gidry's Cajun Cafe, which is the place that our buddy Benny Lafitte the Vampire worked at in season eight. Oh, that's that's fun. Yeah. I saw Gidry's Cajun on his shirt, and I just I like, well, that could be like, got to be 18 different Gidry's restaurants out here. Yeah. I didn't think it was a yeah, real yeah. thing because it looked too clean for some reason. I was like, <laughs> that's not a guy to have a clean shirt. What are you uh, doing with that bright white shirt? Yeah, get that, yeah. you, know, you better wash that a few times. Get it kind of dingy. Right, um, right. You got you to gotta put some damage to that thing. Also, he was not a sideline, but uh, the Big Daddy Vampire was on Battlestar Galactica as well, which I thought was funny. Oh, so. damn. The whole squad acting up. The whole squad. <laughs> Chris, any last thoughts on the episode? Um, no, man. Uh, tentatively interested to see what's going to happen next me too i'm um i enjoyed this episode i despite last week's kind of fumble i'm confused but interested in season 12 overall i think the first half has been great so um yeah yeah. thank you everybody for listening thank you for uh writing in we got a really great email from our girl bethy um, up in upstate New York, shout outs to Bethy, to Beef. I, th- I can't remember which we called her in that feedback episode. It was Beef before. It was Beef. If we're gonna uh, so get it wrong, we gotta be consistent about how we get it wrong. We be, yeah, we have to be right about getting it wrong every time. Um, and <laughs> that was really nice. We've been getting lots of DMs and comments and things like that. So, uh, very, very much appreciated. Uh, thank you to all of the patrons at patreoncom slash Monster of the Week. Uh, we appreciate all of your support. We hope you're staying safe and happy throughout Hell World 2020. And we will be back next week to talk about the Hounds of Hell. Woo, baby. Good night, everybody. Good night. Did you get that email from from Beef? I did. I did. I read that quickly, like right as we were starting.
It was very nice. It was. It was very validating. Yes. Our righteous fury <laughs> resonated. <laughs> uh, somebody in the book hunks chat, uh, Kyle, just said that Rand just said his name out loud and I read it as Randall. Never going to forgive you for this, Jeremy. Uh, Patty DM'd me the other day and he was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was like, what? <laughs> And then he's just like, I keep reading it as Randall. I have 14 more books to go through, and you call them Randall. It's fucking, I, got, I did it I did it the other day for the first time, like, in the book. Like, as I was reading the book, I was like, Randall Thor. Oh, no, no. Uh, I'm sorry. That's I didn't write it, you know? It's I didn't you. name him, Matt. It's, it's not you, man. Uh, I'm going to try to get this edited and uploaded tomorrow uh, in case I'm without internet for the weekend. Um, I hope you aren't without internet for the weekend. Yeah, it rained a little bit. I think we're getting, we're finally, Marco is finally here. Marco kind of uh, dissipated around New Orleans and just kind of stayed in the Gulf, like on the on the coast. So we're just mm-hmm. now getting like thunderstorms and stuff from him. But uh, Laura's coming at us, dude. It does not look good. Uh-oh. Hopefully it won't be much worse than what you've gotten so far, but yeah, yeah. stay safe out there. We got that like 15 minutes of hardcore rain that I sent you a video of, and I was like, well, man, is this what it's like to live in fear? <laughs> I'll see if I can get some minutes. some some good video because uh, I've got the carport now, so it's pretty easy to get under there without yeah. uh, I, uh, going crazy. Immediately ran outside after sending that video because and well, I wanted to take down the umbrella, but then I was like, "Fuck, Sully is outside." Um, so I ran all around. I was looking under like the, the the car and under the house and just everywhere that I could think my cat would be hiding. And it's just fucking lightning everywhere. The trees are shaking. I was like, I should probably go back inside. <laughs> Uh, I did not find him, and then maybe twenty minutes later, he came to the door, fully dry. I was like, "Bro, it's still drizzling. How are you this dry? <laughs> Would you have a jacket on? You just take? Where, did you just take your jacket off when you got to you the door, been, bro? What are you yeah. doing? He was fine. He was so fine. And then he just was like, ate some food and was purring at me. I was like, dude, what? I was so stressed out for you. That's anyway, Jeremy. I hope you stay safe. I Thanks, hope man. that. I hope you don't even lose power, bro. I mean, I wish that you lose power, but hopefully, hopefully it'll just, it'll blow over. That's, that's, that's the, that's the hope. Um, but I'll let you know. I'll, uh, you know, as as long as I can, I'll post on Facebook, not Facebook, Twitter and whatnot. So, um, I'm going to be picking up. Do you have an extremely good week? You too, bro. Stay safe. Later, man. Bye. Oh, I'm not in discord. We're in this. Oh yeah, that's right. How do we, we're stuck here forever. Yeah, we're stuck. Stop. What am I using? Oh, I was using Internet Explorer. Hey, it worked. Right, Discord didn't work. So. It did. It did. <laughs> Fucking Discord. Okay, bye. Later. LB is in the chat. Are you here? Chris Mosier, are you there? Oh, I can hear you. It sounds like it's using a different mic, but I can hear you. Um, You sound like you were definitely using a different mic. Okay, let's fuck around with Zencaster. How about now? Do I sound better? Yeah, you sound, you sound like you. Not me from five feet away. Yeah. How does this sound? Oh, there is those, cr- those Chris Mosier tones that I know and love. Dude, this person was just like, hey, I know we had this ongoing issue. So uh, I figured that was already being taken care of. So I didn't tell you about this other thing. But anyway, bye. Um, just a com- It was a completely unrelated thing that they didn't notice and tried to pass it off like, they they knew about it but just weren't saying it because they didn't think it was important whatever just some fucking bullshit this dude has an excuse for literally everything
I don't like having to be this kind of guy, you know? You don't sound but, like it, dude. You sound like you're about ready to... You would rather put your fist through a wall than it is to, to, to be this guy. But we're good. We're all set. Word, man. Word. Better start recording. And it sounds like, or looks like, my waveform is correct, but I'm going to check anyway. Okay. Woo! Look at that waveform. Mine's kind of light. baby. Ooh. Baby. What are, we, what are we doing? Look at those look at those crisp waves. I'm you know, I was in a bad mood even regardless of work. Just you know, this is how I am. I'm always in a bad mood. But I just the relief of finally being able to hear your voice is, is you know, it's got me in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> after after ten minutes of technical problems. We Sometimes have, it takes a little technical difficulties to really get you really get you excited. We have we have conquered them and we are now able to do something that the people have been doing since the eighteen hundreds, which is communicate make make a phone call. <laughs> Did you see that um that tweet going around about how the fax machine was invented in 18 something or other <laughs> so and samurai then, and then, definitely and used a fax samurai, machine <laughs> yeah, died after that fact so uh <laughs> it's really funny to imagine a samurai using a fax machine what do you think he sent like some insurance papers or like a signature and a driver's license what do you think it was um it, it could have really could have been anything like that i it, i was gonna say something cool like you know a, a dual challenge but that's not that wasn't really that's not what was going on. That's it was probably like a copy of um, I don't know, a newspaper or something. <laughs> Please see the attached newspaper article for my honor. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make sure you are aware of my honor. Yeah. I am a samurai. Yeah. Please, Cl- uh, Clyde just hung me up from a phone call in Discord. Thanks, Clyde. Thanks, Clyde. It. It's weird shit. now that Discord has gotten has gotten like. I don't remember if they got purchased or if they're just going after like the Skype Zoom market more. They've dropped all of their gamer speak stuff. Oh. And it's it's really um it's they've gone corporate. Yeah, they've gone corporate, dude. Like you used to <laughs> when you would log in, it'd be like defragging the zone, baby. Yeah. And now it's just like we are currently logging you in. <laughs> yeah. Fucking weird. Please I mean, maybe that's please stand by. <laughs> maybe that's a good thing. It's better. It's it's much better that I don't have to see all of the gamer speak bullshit. Like, but I I it, it, I just when you make your program try to have a, a personality, I get very frustrated yeah. with it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they sold out. So um, friendship with Discord ended. Um. Zencaster is my best friend. Now. Zencaster is our new friend that allows us to speak <laughs> on the internet. Yeah. I like I like this because it just has a button for, since I created this that just says kick. And I can just kick you at any time. So I don't even. I could just be gone right you away. Just, you don't know. You have no idea. How's it been going, Chris? Okay, you know, just, just, just depression. <laughs> just kind of. I was telling you, I was telling everybody that I could speak to that I played a visual novel, and mm-hmm. now I'm different. Mm-hmm. Now I have a deeper level of depression because <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those guys. Did the game help or did the game make it worse? Both, for sure, both. Is a visual um, novel a game? Uh, to an extent, Jess was making fun of me for that too. She was like, "Is it really a game? Did you really play it?" I was like, "Where, where did this attitude come from, Jessica? <laughs> Didn't realize you were such a gamer." I don't know if you noticed, Jeremy. She changed her her Twitter handle from non-gamer girlfriend to gamer girlfriend. I saw that. I was wondering what was up with that. I was going to ask you about she, that a little later, but she's a gamer, dude. She's a <laughs> no, gamer now. There's no getting her back. <laughs> she's gone. She's in the gaming universe, man. You got to watch out. What if she starts this- streaming and she's the oh, the Twitch e girl that we have joked about so many times? Like, what if? 
if you, you start dating an e-girl i'm gonna be i'm gonna be the white knight in the chat you're gonna have like, to be um could you guys please be respectful uh that's my gf that's, that's my, my gf itc man what are you doing so, yeah i'm gonna be monitoring everyone's emoji use pretty strictly <laughs> <laughs> that is not allowed in the chat in a, in a situation where you get a little overzealous of your in your modding like you start kind of knocking some people off or saying some things that are like borderline like you look nice today and you're like you got to get mm-hmm. the fuck out of here zephyroth what, kind of, what size shoe do you wear and you go Mm, kind of borderline but jess is like hey hey chris you know there's people and they donate a lot of bits like you can't mm. just be knocking them off or asking my shoe size like i understand that you want to be protective of me but you know i'm gonna have to demod you for a little for a few days man <laughs> what if my own gf demods me what if you get stream? demodded and you can't and like would that affect your irl relationship dude she might as well just break up with me <laughs> She's gonna demod me from the chat. I think the only moderator in my Twitch chat is Brian Wade, and I think if I demodded him, he, I would be—he would take that as a sign that I was breaking up with him. He would just be like, "What happened? What happened? What are you talking about? I thought we were like friends, the, bro." Didn't that bot come in or something? And you're like, "Can you take care of that, Brian Wade?" And he was and on he top of it, dude. It. He nailed yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm he was so happy he was there. Like that. We think that he's just there for jokes, but no, 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 no. no, no, no. He's, he's armed and ready at all he's, times. He's there for power. <laughs> I would, uh, I would very much like to see just stream and and see how she d- deals with with the chat which would mainly just be like you and i and autumn and a couple of discord yeah. people like it would be yeah. that okay um maybe if i ever can choose a game that has <laughs> volume settings volume control i'll i'll stream something with her it's okay because that uh final Fantasy VIII stream was a humbling experience anyway i hopped in there i was like all right i'm going live i was like this is super weird i'm very nervous because you weren't there and like when you're there i'm just it's fine i'm just hanging out with my butt um and nobody came and also audio i was like i'm pretty sure audio is fucking blasting right now but i have no way to tell and then thankfully you showed up to tell me at least hey the audio's fucked up so then i had an excuse to quit <laughs> so <laughs> otherwise it was just me sitting there by myself like a weirdo um but so all right so i started playing this visual novel i don't really remember why i started playing it what's I the name it, of it name, name the visual novel Shame it's yourself. called root, root letter and okay. it came out a couple of years ago, I think it came out on my birthday randomly. I remember getting it on my birthday, like, oh, I pre-ordered this and going, why did I get this? I'm not going to play it. And then played it for about a minute and being like, oh, I just like, I look at the the picture on screen and I like look at stuff on the shelves of this fake, but I don't know. I just like, I didn't get it and I didn't understand why I would like it. But I, after playing Ghost of Tsushima, had, had a little bit of that gamer hangover. I've been reading a little bit and... I guess I just thought, well, I guess I, I do have a visual novel. I could I could try playing this. So I pulled out the, the disc and then I find out that there's like a not a remastered version of it, but like an upgraded version of it that actually has real people, like real actors as the characters. Uh, and it adds a bunch of different like endings and, and quality of life improvements. Okay, hold, hold on, hold on. What do you mm-hmm. mean it like? Because in my mind, this is like a this is a like classically kind of JRPG style drawing visual novel, right? Like that's what I'm picturing yeah. in my head. What do you These mean they characters have real are relatively actors? Realistic. Yeah. Okay. It takes like you know just the the art of the character and replaces it with a with a real person. And like as you would say things like dressed up to, like, or just like a dude in a. <laughs> well, they're all wearing normal clothes at this. <laughs> It's uh, it just takes place in a in a real place. What is this called? And, I've got to see a screenshot okay, of this. It's called Root Letter. It's like well, it's like the square root, like that root, but you just type in the word root R O O T. Um, 
Anyway, I don't remember why I didn't really play it. It just didn't didn't grab me. And I don't exactly know what made me want to do it now. But this upgraded version was on sale for like eight bucks on PSN. So I got it. And uh, oh, you know what? Somebody posted about it that I followed. That's what it was on Instagram and how they just got the platinum and how it was easy. And I thought that that's what it was. I wanted I thought maybe I'll get the platinum trophy for this, which I did. Um, so it's it. You play as a character who had a pen pal 15 years ago. When he was in high school, it was um, like a girl and like a girl. It was a girl. <laughs> and you go back and forth with her. And then he just one day she stopped responding and then he went off to college and life moved on. And now he's back at his house to help his parents move or something like that. And he's going through his old desk drawer and he finds a letter, one more letter that he, he had never opened. And this one doesn't have any like postage on it or anything. So he's a little confused. He opens it up and it says something along the lines of... um. I killed somebody like you won't hear from me again. Farewell. And so he's like, whoa, what the fuck? She, this this girl saying I didn't hear from her for 15 years. And now she's saying she killed somebody like I missed this letter. Like, what is going on? <laughs> I thought we've been f- dating this entire time. I thought we'd been. T- it was a whole Sam Winchester situation. Um, <laughs> and so he he has a he has a photo of her from 15 years ago and he has her address, obviously. So he decides I'm going to go and figure out what the hell this girl's talking about he goes to this small town to try and find his pen pal and he has indications of who her friends were because she talked about her friends in these different places in town but she didn't refer to anybody by their name she gave them all nicknames so he's trying to go off clues and ask people whatever he gets to town he found finds out that the the house that this girl lived in burned down 15 years ago and also that the person he's looking for, he has her name and he says her, her name to people in town. Uh, they say, no, she died 25 years ago. So he's like, but I was writing to her 15 years ago. That math doesn't work out. What do you mean? This I was writing to a dead girl. Um, so you, you go through the town and you talk to people. And the, the gameplay part of it is just basically looking around the environment, trying to figure out like what to do next, um, finding clues and stuff like that nothing can really be missed but and then you do these investigations where you slowly narrow down who you think these people are who were close to her and then try to get answers out of them and you have to go through like a um it's almost a puzzle like you have to say the right thing at the right time present them with the right evidence at the right time in the correct order it's like a little boss fight to try and get them to tell you what they know or to admit that they were involved in something and everybody's keeping secrets and i really got into it just it's not like the most well-written thing, but just like that kind of like spooky murder mystery type thing in this small town. And I think the game actually does have really nice visuals and, and really beautiful music. And I just got really wrapped up in it. And so once I finally finished my, my first playthrough and I got like a pretty decent ending, I suddenly was like, well, I need to know how this, how this all shakes out in, in, in different ways. I need to know the truth. I feel like I didn't get to the bottom of what happened. Um, so I replayed all of the other playthroughs. You can skip chapters and stuff. So it goes by pretty quickly. There's like a UFO ending, a ghost ending, um, and then normal endings. There's all these different things that fundamentally change the story. Is there a um, UFO ghost ending? I don't think there's a, a UFO and a ghost one, yeah. but there is a UFO one that eventually turns into like a Gundam fight thing out of okay. nowhere. Sure. It's yeah, like yeah. a very, it's a very tonally serious game all of a sudden, but then this one particular ending, it's like, yeah, there's giant robots and you're fighting giant monsters to d- defend Japan or something. I love it. Um, wow, I talked a lot, but yeah, game's called Root Letter. I asked people about recommendations for 
visual novels and everybody was like yeah that one's okay but here are all these other ones that are way better but um you know right place right time just being alone all weekend i just got super into it and um i had a good time but it's one of those things that the story for the most part is pretty sad or has a lot of you know sad things in it people reflecting on the past and uh regrets and things like that even when you get good endings where things work out okay it still sort of feels sad um so it just left a you know heavy impression on me I'm a. So that was that was the weekend. I want to I want to tell you about a game that's very similar to that. Um, mm-hmm. that also is about dealing with people kind of moving on and is very sad and has already made me cry. And I'm not even finished with it. Like it's it's um, it's a game called Spirit Fairer. It's oh yeah. On, uh, Xbox Game Pass. It's on Switch. I think this would be a fucking brilliant game on the Switch. If you guys could not just keep picking the lamp, that would be awesome. <laughs> Can you stop? Just lay down. Fucking dumbass. Lay down. Yeah, lay down. These dogs lay down 45 hours a day, and now they've (laughs) chosen right now to clang, 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 clang on the bed. For what it's worth, I can't hear it. Okay, well, I'm just making it all up. Um... The... So Spiritfarer is a game about you meeting people in this, like, kind of fantasy-ish world, um, and dealing with their emotional issues as they go from what feels like a purgatory thing that I'm currently in to get moving on to the afterlife. Um, it, and there's some like weird stuff that's going in. Like all of the people I've talked to already know me somehow, like from the real world, I guess. Mm. Uh, but it's a lot of having conversations with the people. Uh, they usually have a bunch of stuff that they want to do to like, is their like last thing to, to do on this world kind of situation. Um, sometimes that works out really well for them and sometimes it just makes them extremely bittersweet uh, and to kind of spoil the like not to get into a lot of details but like um, one of the first people that you meet ends up going back to their like home their little place on the lake I guess uh, her family home and it's like I can't believe I came back here like all I ever wanted to do was leave this place and here at the end like now I'm back at it because it's so familiar that kind, that kind of thing uh, and like I'm finally ready to move on. It was just like mm-hmm. fucking heartbreaking. And wow. somehow this is com- this is combined with a platforming game <laughs> yeah, where you're the like visuals for this game are like out of control, but completely bonkers, dude. Like it's wild. Uh, like it's it's. I think I texted you. It was like it's literally like when I was you know eight or nine years old, like watching cartoons. Like this is this this is a cartoon that you're playing. Like more so than a lot of games for some reason. I think it's just like the 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 colors and the imaginativity imagination put in it imaginativity is that what i just said um <laughs> i'll take it but it's also combined with this weird like crafting uh like uh like josh from ken rent said that this was like an animal crossing game and i've never played an animal huh. crossing game but like i i have to build a place to plant uh like i had to build a garden and then I had mm-hmm. to build a field so I could plant grains and then you plant veg. Um, I've crafted a, a foundry to turn metal into ignits so that I can use that to craft other stuff. Like it's it kind of, it's one of those, like, you know, you got to keep building new machines to make more raw materials to build new and better stuff. Um, I've got a windmill now, <laughs> which is dope. Uh, I've got a crusher where you can just crush stuff up into its component parts, which is really satisfying. I built a smithy so I can make glass sheets. Like I'm doing all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, and all of this, all of this takes place on a boat. And so these, you, you build this place up on your boat 
These people come and live with you on your boat. You take care of them. You feed them every day. Literally, you feed them every day. It's really obnoxious that you have to feed them every day. <laughs> I'm getting really tired of it. I think now, it's because- this is more like a Stardew Valley calendar than it is an Animal Crossing calendar, right? Like, there, there are in-game days that you're going through. Yes, yeah. So there's a cycle. Your, your boat stops moving at night. Um, so that's uh, and you can go like rest or you can just like I found myself just working through the night because I was like I gotta craft this shit. I gotta gotta yeah. craft it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you just cycle days and there doesn't seem to be any penalties for anything. So there's no a ten out of ten on Steam. Really, I I, yeah. I would would not be surprised. Um, it was kind of out of nowhere. Like that. I saw a trailer for this. I think at one of the Xbox things and then. Um, this last couple of weeks, Nintendo did like a stealth drop and was like, Hey, this is out today. And uh-huh. then Microsoft followed it up. It was like, Oh yeah, it's also out over here today. Um, I'm watching the trailer right now. I'm definitely gonna have to pick this up. Dude, it's, it's so fucking sick looking. Like it's just beautiful when you look at it. It, it immediately caught my attention. Um, and yeah, like no negative, like repercussions for anything. So like, I haven't really let anybody starve, although I'm very fucking tempted because there's this one dude that's like, I can't eat that shit every time I choose the wrong food for them because they all have their weird little taste. One person was a vegetarian. One person's like, I only like simple foods. One person's like, I only like complicated foods. Uh, one person was like, that that has too many carbs. And I'm like, you need to fuck off. You were on my boat in the afterlife. Why are you, why are you worried about this? Um, just as an aside to an earlier conversation, I just got a text from Autumn that said the arguably the most talented and brilliant football player soccer player in the world uh, Lionel Messi just quit his team and he did it by fax so if you want to uh, other other things to do around. with the fax machine is, is for Lionel Messi to, to quit Barcelona um do you have a yeah, fax machine I'm guessing no right no no I had a um so there's an app that you can you can just download an app nowadays that gives okay. you like a number that you can receive faxes to for a while I had a modem in my server connected to a landline that could do faxes like I could print to a fax for my it would computer. just be fun to fax each other yeah I mean we can we could do that like I mean if you have a fax machine <laughs> I guess it we works. could just text each other yeah that's like I mean I could send you a telegram too but it just seems like <laughs> seems like there's easier ways <laughs> yeah it seems like there's way easier ways um you want to talk about Supernatural? I, I have yeah. all, I have all of these like top and bottom Supernatural episodes from last week because I actually yeah. remembered to do it. But uh, yeah, I think we uh, probably have enough time in this already. We've got enough content in the, in the content. Two two weird games. I do think the Root Letters are pretty interesting game. I know I always like really weird shit. You so, do. Um, I my recommendations are not always safe bets. So let's put it that way. <laughs> I, w- I will say I looked it up um, and I'm definitely not going to play. It. I've tried to play visual novel games. Like I always, I always really want to like these more than I ever end up doing. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody on my Facebook feed was like talking about like, I would not play narrative games. I just realized like, I just want to push buttons more than this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to me. Like I, like I, in the middle of a big reading game, I was like, I could just be reading the wheel of time right now. <laughs> like I don't yeah. have to. Yeah. I'm playing uh, the house in Beta Morgana right now, which is mm-hmm. another like, very beloved visual novel very dark very gothic i love the visuals of it the music is fantastic but i'm realizing i now miss root letter because i at least was doing more looking around and using those buttons now i'm just going through text and like every once in a while it's like what would you do and i'm like i don't wait why am i a part of this (laughs) (laughs) i thought i was just i thought i was just a passive observer i was just chilling dude i'm laying in bed i'm all talking comfy right now i didn't know i was gonna have to make decisions (laughs) 
but I did look this up and I looked at the uh, pictures of the real people because that really like broke my brain and it's exactly mm-hmm. what I expected and also it was breaking my brain that they just put yeah, like, real uh, people in. I, I didn't play with that version. It was too much for me. I was. I mean, it's 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 very very funny and cool and cute. I just it would just disturb me. It would disturb me it's, more than yeah. I could ever imagine. It's it's weird. It's, it's weird. extremely weird. Thankfully, you don't do anything weird to them. You just Good. you just yeah. talk to everybody. It's not one of those visual novels. You, you don't you don't keep them in a cage for like forty five minutes no. or something. Forty five no, days. You don't pat or their heads until they spit hearts at you or something. It's not yeah. one of those games. Yeah. But Is, are there any centaurs or, or horses in uh-uh. this? Horses shaped like boys or anything almost, like that? Almost all regular people. <laughs> oh, it's almost. I like the almost in there. <laughs> gotta gotta squeeze that almost in. Well, there are the aliens at some point. Also, I was look. So I told you, hey, Mulder and Scully are in this game. You go to like some alien facility, and in most of the the routes, it's just like a random like B plot. Doesn't really have anything to do with anything. But I'm looking at their names in Japanese, and I can't remember what it is. And I realized that if you sounded it out phonetically, it's what Mulder and Scully would sound like if you sounded them out phonetically as a Japanese speaker, which is really interesting. So they clearly just like went for it. Like Squall's name in Final Fantasy VIII in Japanese isn't S Q U A L L. First of all, it's written kanji. Second of all, it's it's written like S E K I R O something like that. So there's different. It doesn't matter. I'm going off on a tangent. Let's talk about supernatural. <laughs> Tell me more about your best friend Squall. Yeah, yeah. You'll see my fight. Can get him a, a Zencaster link. Get him linked up with us. Hit him up, dude. 